Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, the garage is the Brothers Ketchup. A weekly podcast where two brothers come together. We catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother. Frankie Biazzi. Oh, I learned a lot this week. Oh, yeah? I learned that, you know, I'm... I really hate hypocrites. I don't hate anyone. I try not to hate. But, like, hypocrites are, like, they push me. Oh, that's me. I'm doing that. Oh, my key. Oh, I sat on the alarm button. Do you think I picked up? Probably. <laughs> it's a loud alarm. <laughs> uh, I don't hate anyone, but hypocrites, like, push me. Also, that's your paintbrush right there. Look at that. You should grab that. Um... And honestly, I realize that I'm that I'm a hypocrite. I'm glad you said that because I was gonna say I think you're a hypocrite. I think everyone at some point is a hypocrite, and like a real big one. Because I was thinking about it a lot with all the like talk about who owns social media platforms and like freedom of speech and opinions, and I was like, how long has it been? How long has it been that we've lived in an era where I can't express what I really want to say? Well, this is one of the reasons why we have the podcast. And like one of the things I about would, this podcast. I would argue living now is the only time where you're able to express what you want to say. Well, okay. Here's where you're, you're on. We're on the same page because we've said on this podcast that we live in an era where we kind of get censored and we accept censorship and... I feel like I self-censor a lot on certain social media platforms, but because of this podcast, we've been able to talk about things that we want to talk about. I think we've spoken really freely on this podcast. I don't think we've ever really yeah. said things that we don't feel are true, and I don't feel like we've ever had to like hold back, really. Aside from like things that we would, like, maybe would freak people out if we were like, complete revolution, get the guillotines, like we were, uh, you know, ways kids you know or something. I was just singing that song a lot. But I was watching, I was reading Twitter and watching people's reactions. A lot of it had to do with like the things we were just talking about before that maybe you'll hear later if you listen to the podcast. I hate people's moral pontiff. I hate judging. And I feel like I'm going to stop, because I realize I do it a lot, using social media platforms to judge other people even though that's a hard thing to do, and even though I don't want to even admit that I do it, but I feel like do I do it. We all do it. Yeah. I would argue, though, the people that you judge aren't real. <laughs> yeah, that could be... That might be true. Because, like, Twitter, it's all bots. Do you think we'll find out? Yeah, I do. I actually think... So, That I mean, that's obviously a big topic I want to talk about it today. Elon Musk officially... Buying Twitter. Buying Twitter. It's done. Pretty cool. Um, I actually don't really care that much. I actually don't think it's a big deal either way. And I just think we are caught in a moment, a culture moment, where we happen to have this ability to make posts and express ourselves to, to everybody and nobody all at the same time. Yep. No one... No one's opinion matters if a private citizen pays to buy a company. It's really that simple. I like it doesn't matter to me. It shouldn't matter to you. Uh, is 
is he really going to be pro-free speech? I don't know. Elon Musk wants to put brain chips in people's heads. That freaks me out. I don't really like where that's going. Uh, I do like his electric cars. I don't know how I feel about his space stuff. Listen, he's a, he's a crazy dude who's got a ton of money, and he's really smart, and he wants to buy Twitter, and he claims he, he's going to make it a better place. Cool. Whatever. Doesn't matter. And I just think people love to just talk about whatever is going on in the moment. That's all we are now. We are a YouTube React channel in real time. Everyone, <laughs> everyone all everything. the time. Did you see? It's just like, this news happens, everybody gut reaction with no information of anything, no knowledge. Just say what you think is going to happen. How about everybody just shut the fuck up? Did you see what my take on it? No. On Insta? No. Do you have your phone? Oh, you know what? I did see it. Can you look at it? Because I yeah, can't. Yeah, I'll read it. Over there. Yeah, read it. Because I think this is... Because I'll expand Although on. I'm mad at you for your Instagram behavior. <laughs> for pointing out you took a nude selfie? I had pants on. Yeah, all right. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have pants on. Uh, where are you? Why do you have two Instagram accounts? Do I? Yeah. One's active. Let Elon Musk acquiring Twitter and the subsequent responses from both sides of the political aisle be nothing more than the most recent greatest indicator that the very fabric of our system is fundamentally broken. Some would say, me, it's been dead a long time. I feel like that's a... I feel like I said it well. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little self-arrogant. Yeah. But I feel like that. I, I was, who could say it better? No one. All I know is, I just want Trump back on Twitter. That's all I want Elon Musk to really do. I I got caught retweeting a fake Elon Musk account. (laughs) Because they were like, the tweet was like from a minute, it was a minute old. And it was like, so what do you think? At real Donald Trump. And I was like, oh, let's go retweet. And then I like looked at it and was like, Elon Musk. And I was like, (laughs) fuck. Got me. Dude. Yeah, I don't know. I just. Here's here's what Here's what I think. When we have a system where you're relying on individual billionaires' control over social media platforms to determine whether or not your constitutional rights have any real meaning at all. But that's not what the argument is. It pretty much is. Mm. I think people are making that the argument. I don't think that's what it is. Well, okay. I'll be fair to that point that you just said yes like you're fucked if you think like elon musk buying twitter is what's gonna save you yes but you're also fucked if you think like if like if they had declined elon musk to do it it was like the end of the world it's not like they're both ridiculous well exactly i think potentially elon musk owning twitter could be a net good thing sure i I agree for our society i think there's potential i think it's a I good think, idea. I think it's most likely I'd going be to mo- be. I'm more in favor of him owning it than like. And if not, you just look at and if you just look at Elon Musk's success rate when he takes on projects, most of the time it's pretty good. So, in that regard, there is reason to be excited about him owning Twitter. If you're someone like me, especially where who like I love Twitter. It's I've my been favorite, on Twitter since 2009. It's my favorite like, social media platform. But at the same time, I just went to drink my microphone. At the same time, there's not a lot 
to be said for society at this point when the conversation has already been dominated the war the war for our future success as a nation and as a people has been waging for so long now and it's it's encompassed and taken over and collapsed and zombified so many elements and institutions within our society is the ownership of twitter that impactful is the freedom of twitter like let's think about it let's go back six years to pre-Bernie Sanders running and the open internet, when honestly the concepts that we're dealing with now, like the conversation that we're having now, would have been alien. Like this would have been... The idea that Elon Musk would be buying Twitter and the reason is because he wants to free it from bots and censorship would be an alien-sounding thing to say. So how did we get here? And how much... Have we? How much ground have we really lost? Because well, I would argue it's too much to make up for just Elon Musk buying Twitter. Well, this is what I was thinking, right? It's like If that were even going to be a good thing. Twitter, in theory, is a game-changing function. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Twitter, in its current form, and even before it, like... It's a prison. That's not even a prison. It's just like... Kind of. It's it's just not what it has the potential you know it to is? be. It's a cudgel. I don't know what that is. It's like a it's a weapon that you would beat someone over the head with. No, again, like I, I don't. That's not what I I'm talking about. It just isn't what it could be. That's all. No, I know what you're saying, but what I'm saying is it's a tool used against the people deliberately. It's a weapon used against us by by power. Uh. Don't know if I agree with that fully. Every social media platform in some way, I would say, is that. But I think Twitter is the the tip of the spear. I don't know if I would agree with that fully. I think there's some truth to that. But I don't know if it's... I don't know how much truth to it there is. Think about how much, think about how much stock and emphasis and power and worth, like, the establishment power put on things like CNN or like the Washington Post That's different. or the New York Times. It's not different because they view Twitter as 10 Washington Posts. Sure, but that's... That's important. Okay, but my argument would be like your... I don't want to call it mainstream because it's not mainstream. Legacy media mm-hmm. is... Like no, like there's nowhere for me to go yeah. in legacy media to get any information. I can go on Twitter. I can get any information I want on Twitter. Yes. So like, sure, there are censorship issues on Twitter. There's censorship issues everywhere. But I think you're biased. But I think you're biased in this regard because I don't think you end up in a lot of the spaces where the political discussion, especially on the left, is really heavy because the the ability to control and influence the minds of the youth is but who's doing that i think centrally twitter is owned by a lot of very important no but like who specifically who specifically is like controlling like wait who's who are the accounts that are having these 
conversations. Elon Musk isn't going to come Frank, in and kick these accounts off. Frank, think about what Google does just by changing the search results in a Google search engine. Right? But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about it. I'm talking I know about you're not talking about it, but I'm talking about it. In a Google search engine, when you put in, let's say I want to search. We know this. If I were to put 9-11 into a search engine today versus way back when, you're going to get... Back when, you would get the most popular results, which would often be conspiratorial results until they rejiggered the, the algorithm, and now they prioritize mainstream sources, right? Yeah. But do you know how debilitating it is when you're the 150th Google page versus the first? On Twitter, every trending story is, is editorialized. Every hashtag is allowed or disallowed. Every conversation that's flagged in terms of like, what gets censored and uncensored? What gets, uh, what's against the terms of service and what's not? That determination that's made is are political determinations, and that influence yeah. is super important. Sometimes it's not nothing. No, absolutely, it's not nothing. But, but so sometimes think, it's political. So like, I'm not, people on the left get censored too. It's not like there's sure, but that's not, not like what I'm saying. Only goes one. But that's way. not what I'm saying. I'm not saying it does. It shouldn't go anyway. I'm saying it. Don't look at this in the narrow scope of like left and right. This is this is power versus not power. This is narrative versus against narrative. This is truth versus not reality. They are shaping reality through these tools by allowing and disallowing certain conversations on but both sides see, of the political no, this spectrum. This is where I disagree. It's not like they they're tr okay, sure. They're trying, they're trying to. to. They're not. They are failing at I it don't and think they're, they're not failing. good at it. I don't think they're failing entirely i think they are i i talk about this almost every podcast at this point but like twitter is so not representative of the real world i understand that frankie but i, I don't think being not representative of the real world is not the same as being ineffective because they don't need it to represent the real world they need it to be the real world it every day every day they can push think about russiagate that whole thing was made out of political smoke from a political campaign. And yeah. it became reality for three years, mainly what, because of Twitter. No, dude, not just mainly because of Twitter. You, okay. Avenues like Twitter. MSNBC doesn't count. CNN doesn't count. They all like, contribute. They, that's what I'm saying. They all contribute. Okay. Like Twitter's, Twitter's so Twitter 5% of... Of this landscape we live in, I don't think it's small. I don't think they would agree with you. Like I don't think the ruling class of this of the, this country, the people who are in control of things like Twitter and Facebook, I'm just I saying, don't think they would I'm agree not, with that take. I think they think that Twitter is way more important than just five percent of this whole big thing. Facebook is dying. You understand? Yeah. Like Twitter's not dying. Um, no, but. No, I, I don't think it's dying, but I also don't think it's... Like, and right, by so Elon Musk of... always refers to it as, like, the public town square. Like, he believes that's what Twitter is. It has grown to the point where, like, it is a vital thing that we need because it is where the people can gather. Yeah. I agree with that. Sure. Because you can't get that on Facebook. You can't get that on Reddit anymore. You can't get that on Instagram. But... At the same time, like, it's important. It is important. How okay. could it not be important? That's what I'm saying. But is it the most important thing? I I'm, I'm not saying – I wouldn't necessarily say it's the most important thing, but I would say, like I said before, these social media platforms are tools. And not just social media platforms. Like, the most important thing, Frank, is Google. 
If you want to know what the most important thing is, they view Google as the most important thing. But Google encompasses YouTube. And Google enco encompasses a lot of these other avenues. It has the whole its whole ad revenue system that g they gamify and commodify I just think it's, information. I just think it's space. ridiculous to have these kind of opinions when, like, our whole lives are run by it. You know? Like, you have an Android phone, right? Yes. What powers your Android phone? Like... It's a Samsung, right? Yeah. What What's the operating system on your Samsung? Uh, what do you mean? Like who? What's the like, like what, Snapdragon? Yeah. Like the With engineers behind Snapdragon. Yes. Okay. What else uses Snapdragon? Does Does Google use a form of Snapdragon? Does that get used in Twitter algorithms? Like, but it's all the same. It is all the same. I would say that you're right. In a sense. And I just also, like, I don't know. I just don't, like, I can't get that excited about. I don't know what control, Elon Musk's control of Twitter even means. You know what like, I mean? Twitter could, under Elon Musk's watch, turn into an even worse version of it Twitter. Be, who knows what it could be? It could be anything. He could turn it into, maybe you could just have to take pictures of your butt and post it. Like, them. the fact that Twitter isn't just used as, like, a place to talk about sports, I think is a problem. <laughs> I don't think politics should be allowed on Twitter. I think, I said it once, I have a tweet probably from, like, six years ago that is probably one of the worst takes of all time, that is, Twitter has the potential to be one of the best places and influences on politics and for political discussion in mankind. I don't think that's wrong. It, it's wrong. Like it didn't. That didn't happen. <laughs> but like I, I think that looking at it is right, and I think that's what Elon Musk is thinking too. I think personally, it's too late for that. Like that's gone. I mean, I don't know. I agree to some extent. That's kind of where I was going for going at the beginning too. Like, it's not. It's not really possible at this point to to turn the ship around. If it's just going to be up to like individual yeah. billionaires buying a tech platform, because yeah. that's not going like, to be the solution. Like I see a lot of people getting really excited that Elon, like in the libertarian movement, and just like that people are really excited for Elon Musk to buy it. And it's like, okay, it's fine. You can be excited. I'm skeptical, but then, I, but then I see a lot of people who are like, don't forget, like who Elon Musk is. Like he's an elite. Like yeah, he is an elite figure. And sure, he might be on the outside of the elites. Like he may not run in the same. Or he he definitely does run in the same circles as these people. He may be viewed differently in these circles. Still runs in them. These are still the people that he that you would call his peers. Like I'm not Elon Musk's peer. Yeah, exactly. Like when he's when he's on like Twitter, Elon Musk doesn't know what it's like to be me on Twitter. When he's dunking on Bill Gates. Yeah. I mean, Bill Gates is his peer. Yeah. So that's definitely correct. So, I don't know, it's weird, and the reason why I'm like, I have this view is because, for two reasons, I've been watching, I've been re-watching Silicon Valley, and that show is so good, like, I think that might be one of the most underrated shows, one, because it's absolutely fucking hysterical, like, I think it's one of the best comedy shows of all time, but it's also, they, they touch on so much of this, and like, an open and free internet, and like, what does that mean, and these big corporate, like, why... Why would we let these big corporate companies, like, just control the internet? Well, it's too late for that. Like, we already let it happen. Is this the start of maybe, like, breaking that up and going to a more open and free internet again? I mean, I would love if that were. 
But I don't, like I said, I don't think it's going to be up to individual billionaires buying tech platforms to of make course that not. happen. Of course not. We need another internet boom like we had in the 90s where a bunch of startups and websites were just coming up and people had the ability to just create on the internet. Yeah. Why doesn't that happen anymore? Do you remember, like, how many websites? I can think of a million off the top of my head. There's six websites Knox's now. Corner. Uh, I Can Ask Cheeseburger. You Must Choose. Uh... Fail addicting blog? games e-bombs world yeah fail blog like, all these websites were able to exist and thrive for well, so now, long but what did we do right like we consolidated we, we created things. a reddit okay reddit's just gonna get like funny pictures and stories videos that's youtube like every video is youtube information washington post new york times cnn wikipedia wikipedia okay that's it but now that Talk all the to people twitter but now Post all pictures, the, Instagram. But now all the powerful people own all those things. Yes. And that's a problem. Well, we let it happen. It's like... But here's the thing. We really... We delude ourselves with this lie of government. We get into this a lot. Like, I don't know what we call ourselves, or I at least don't know what I call me. Because I had this conversation yesterday. I call myself a, a libertarian. I, I would kind of say that just for ease, but I don't think I'm a libertarian. I, don't, I think I'm... I'm just like an anti-governmentist. I don't know, which I guess is kind of the same thing. But I, you know, the back of the trees could be more like a naturalist. Yeah, like natural. A primitivist. But I don't think you are. Like I don't think you are industrial ever. No, because you get into the weeds. Like you like politics too much. You get in the weeds too much. The people I follow who would call themselves that, like they don't don't argue about the shit that you do. Like they're like less. But I feel like I'm a missionary. I'm an advocate for you that. You just hate Democrats, which is fair. Well, if we want to be simple, like I do, yeah. that's that's a vindictive sort of thing. Sure. Which but I we, think is <laughs> just as right as any other position I have but in not today's like, but political not like, world. But not like hate Democrats. It's really like Nancy Pelosi. And like anyone who is in... I don't know. I hate, the, I hate the ideology. But it's not... Listen, dude. If we're going to get into the weeds on what we are, like if if the if the ideologies of Elon Musk were in any way to align with mine, it would have to be something radically surprising. I There's would argue. I don't know what Elon Musk's positions are on anything. anything. I would argue I would disagree with him on almost on everything. a lot of things. So, like, the notion that he's going to take over Twitter and, like, my problems are going to be solved, there's, like, that's ridiculous. But, like, that's kind of my point. Is like, I don't really have that many problems with Twitter. Like, my Twitter experience on a day-to-day situation is fine. See, but... Mine's not. Like, your behavior on Twitter is very different than my behavior. What behavior? What behavior? Behavior? Yeah, Who's behavior. determining my behavior on Twitter? The algorithms and the bots. They read <laughs> tweets and they go, this guy's a lunatic. And guess what? You get banned. I don't get banned. Because my tweets don't get flagged as like... Have you seen some of the stuff I've been banned for? Yeah. I've been Hunter, banned a couple times. Hunter Biden's pictures. I got banned for that like twice. But, okay. Are they... Th- this is where we have to like get... Are they banning it because it's like, this person is tweeting about Hunter Biden. We can't allow that. Or is it banning it because like... Their algorithm says if a picture of A gets posted, we ban that. That's 
That's exactly what it is. But I get a seven day ban for posting a single picture of Hunter Biden, and I'm, that's just. But what's to be the okay. picture? That's my behavior. But what's the picture? It's a picture of Hunter Biden standing in front of his fucking mirror, taking a selfie with his fourteen year old near okay. in the background, and his blurred out dick. That's what I'm saying. That picture. Let's say it's not Hunter Biden. Let's say it it's, is Hunter Biden. Let's say it's not. That picture's still gonna get banned. Like that picture's not getting banned because it's Hunter Biden. That no, picture is getting banned because it's Hunter Biden. I don't necessarily think it is. What? Uh, I don't know. How do you know it's not getting banned just because that that the that picture would get banned if it was anybody? Because it's a little girl and a you naked can, dude. You can't really see who's in that room. You have to know what's on that laptop to know who's in that picture. You can only see Hunter Biden. You know there's a there's someone on the bet. It's not being banned for for child Listen. pornography. Unless you want to say that Hunter Biden is making child pornography, and in that case, that's not me. Well, you and I've been banned. It. I've been banned for fucking political cartoons. I've been banned for innocuous jokes. Sure. So like, fuck my behavior, dude. What well, the just fuck saying, is that? I'm just saying the people on the left have also been banned for. What is it? Why do you keep saying that? What do the people on the left have to do with anything? I don't care. I agree with them. They shouldn't be banned either. I what agree. are you talking about? I agree. I'm just saying if the what guidelines... does that do with me getting banned for Hunter Biden's dick pic? Well, I... you could post the shit you that are you are available for you to look for on Twitter, including underage people. They're out there. Go fucking look. I don't want to look. Okay, That's not exactly. what I use my Twitter for. So don't tell Those me that, people should be banned. So don't tell me this isn't a political thing. It's absolutely a political thing. Most likely. Okay. So, but why are we defending it? I'm not. So defending why are we making it about I'm not my defending. behavior on Twitter? I'm not saying it's about. That's your what you're behavior. doing. You're saying my behavior on Twitter is bad. So Twitter I'm has saying... the right to ban me as many times as we want, and that's exactly what I think the problem is. No. I'm saying. Their argument would be that. Things don't get banned. Like, the, 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 nothing gets banned for political reasons. Everything gets banned for behavioral reasons. Is that right? No. I disagree with that. But it's not like things are getting banned because of the, of the content. Well, I guess it is because of the content. But not because of the content in a political sense. Because the way it is talked about. The way it is brought up. That's stupid. Why? Why is that stupid? Because it makes no difference. Why I'm against censorship. It? What are you even fucking talking about? That's what I would say to that person. I'm against censorship. Am I allowed to say something on Twitter or am I not allowed to say something on Twitter? Am I going to get banned for seven fucking days and I have to sit there like a buffoon until I agree that what I did was bad and delete it myself? If, is that what? If is those that are not rules, censorship, Frank? If those are the rules fuck that are outlined. This is, this is the point. I disagree with it, but I'm just saying, like, that's but, what it is. But the rules aren't, I'm not, I'm saying I'm not breaking the rules. The rules are, are made up as they go along and want to ban shit. Yeah. They started banning the Hunter Biden stuff first, and then they said, well, it was stolen yes, information. The, okay. So the, go fuck yourself. Stop defending them. What are you doing? You sound like a I'm lunatic. not defending you, dude. Shut the fuck up. Like, I'm just talking about the actual reasoning behind anything. You are acting as a victim. I don't think you are a victim. I do not think people on the right or the left are they victim. I think you only have one one resource to use, and that's Twitter. And you choose to spend all your time there, and then you get angry when you get banned because you fucking fight with everybody on Twitter. That's your problem. Do I think you should get banned? No. But guess what? It's the only fucking tool you have to have a voice. 
10 years ago, what voice did you have? 20 years ago, what voice did you have? You had nothing. Do I think it's right? No, censorship is awful and you shouldn't be censored on Twitter. But what does that mean? What does a free Twitter mean? What's going to happen on Twitter? Let's say there's no, there's no banning at all. What's going to happen? Let's go back a little what bit. What does it look like? Let's go back a little bit and talk about exactly what you just said. The internet five years ago, the internet six years ago, the internet seven years ago, there were other tools. Other Why than did just, it get to how it is now? It consolidated. But that wasn't a, that wasn't a choice. You're acting like we made the choice, and I don't think we did make the choice. Of course you made the choice. You made the choice by allowing it to happen. How did I allow it to happen? Everyone allowed it to happen. Did what did you do? Did you fight back? What was did anyone fight back? Did people say no? How are we supposed to fight back? I think I did say no. Like well, guess what? Like when... Like when uh, I think that's the, bullshit. Remember the TPP? I think it's bullshit. Frank, remember the TPP? Yes. Okay. That was about internet censorship. Yes. There were a lot of things that predated just the current moment where we always expressed an anti-censorship sentiment. People, people for 20 years pretty people- much... I'm sorry, continue. Pretty much expected to, if you were going to be on the internet, if you were going to be on sites like Reddit and Twitter, you were expected to be against censorship. I don't think we allowed it. I think we were subverted. I said it before. I think this is the result of what happened in 2016 when they banned everyone on Reddit and took it over with bots and they saw that that was possible and then they subverted 4chan and they made 8chan go away Okay. they started deleting people's servers. They have unlimited power. You're acting like... You're acting like we were supposed to do anything except be subjugated by corporate greed. There's no, there's no resistance possible outside of. And this is why wait, before aren't you, wait, there wait. other avenues to talk? Why there's Getter? There's other things. Why don't these things take shape? Why don't Why don't I have one of those accounts? Well, because that's how you fight back. Those Those things exist. They're not popular. Twitter's Frank, popular. That's a choice. That's not true. That is a choice. That's not true. Everyone is on YouTube by choice. No. I mean, I use Rumble sometimes. I especially use it for like Glenn Greenwald's Great. videos. I don't use Rumble. All right. That's, that's a choice. Fine. Okay. I understand what you're saying, but the choice isn't because you're choosing. You're acting like I'm. You're you're choosing between like Twitter and also Twitter, but it's not that. You're choosing between. Sacrifices. It's not a sacrifice. Parlor. Parlor for a little bit. I had a Parlor account and I used Parlor. What happened to Parlor when it was good? Do you know? They took it off the App Store. Why did they? And what did they make Parlor do? Not Frankie, who's all about the terms of service and the rules. I'm not about terms of service Frankie, and the rules. Frankie, they made Parlor write a terms of service, or they couldn't be in the App Store. It's the exact reason why Truth Social has had such a hard time with Android, but it's, because they won't be on again, the Android like, Store. You so keep, it's not an even playing field. I just think you're taking this as like me defending it, and I'm not defending it. But I'm just saying, like, you have to. We have to like. I refuse to just give in to things. So like. Did part like you're telling Parlor had to write a terms of service? No, they couldn't. They didn't have to. Does any other to, app exist? No, that doesn't that doesn't have a terms. No, of service. exactly. So the Google Play Store and Apple at the time when Parlor became the number one app on the app list in Apple's App Store, they banned. They took their rights to have Amazon servers away. They could no longer have a website unless they they built their own infrastructure to host Parlor separately. They were doing that. They were in the Gab did that. Gab, to their credit, didn't sign the, the terms of service. You can't get Gab in either of the app stores. You have to download you it on download their it website, and, and they, they don't do. run on Amazon servers. So this is what you're talking about. You yeah. Gab. I have a Gab account. 
Okay. Okay. So like these. How often do you use it compared to your Twitter? Fucking never. Okay. But that, why? I'm saying. Okay. Ask me why I don't use Gab. Why don't you use Gab? It's a right wing echo chamber. Okay. I don't want to be in a right wing echo chamber. Okay. But now I'm in a left wing echo chamber that's controlled by a corporation. It's not a left wing echo chamber. Well. It's not. Okay, it is an echo chamber. I'm in a libertarian echo chamber on my Twitter. Go scroll my feed. Fair. It is an echo chamber. But the echo chamber is... It's whatever you design it to be for you. No, it's not. That's the illusion. That's why you're trapped in it. I don't think it's an illusion. It is an illusion. Because you're not allowed to say certain things, Frank. If If what you believe were true, you'd be allowed to say everything. But you're not. So what they want you to say and think is what's allowed to be said and thought. That's the difference. There are things that are not allowed to be said for political reasons. Whether you think it's a left and right political thing, or a power versus not power, or a wealth versus poor, or whatever, there's political ideologies that determine what conversations take place on a platform that's supposed to allow people to interact with each other in an authentic way. That it automatically, no matter what the determination is, is inauthentic. As soon as Twitter decided to put in terms of service and seek these little councils to stop this information, it's why it, it is in a sense, dying. I said before it wasn't dying, but it is dying in terms of being true to what it was supposed to be and having the strength that it could potentially have. A platform like DuckDuckGo was thriving up until a few months ago when they decided that they had to prioritize and disprioritize information based on this Russian war. I stopped using DuckDuckGo. I did. I uninstalled it immediately from my phone. I now use StartPage, and I don't really like StartPage. So you're acting like I'm not fighting back, but this is the, all we can really do. But I don't even think that's fighting back. I don't think there's anything we could do to stop that from happening other than taking up arms, which is something that I don't even know if we're allowed to say. You understand? Sure. Okay. I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no. I think I think I just think it's ridiculous. I really do. Like the whole thing. Okay. No, like it's just there's no reason to be like this up in arms about like you being like anyone, like anyone. But I think there is. I think I don't think there is. Twitter is so fucking minuscule in the grand scheme of things. And I know we pretend oh, like it's not. And like Donald Trump's Twitter was really important because like it was the only way he can get information out. Why would they, why would, why would in, during World War II, would they spend all that time printing out propaganda posters if they didn't thought it made a difference? Okay, fine. I, it makes a difference. It makes but a like, huge difference. It's a huge difference, Frank. Why do they have why do they have be award shows? So like if you don't if you don't have a Twitter, are you less of a citizen? No, because, so of like, course not. So if you don't have Twitter, but you can drive what's, what's the your entire life? Converse- what is your life if you don't have Twitter? Frank, you could drive the entire perspective <coughs> of groups of people based on how you allow hashtags to trend. That's not an, if you're not on Twitter. Enormous influence. If you're not on Twitter, how you decide hashtags are going to trend or not? has no impact on your life if you are not on Twitter. But that's like saying if it's not that's like saying that the what the Washington Post prints doesn't matter, but that's clearly not true. Because if you just don't read the Washington Post then it doesn't matter to you. And maybe individually it doesn't matter, but as a as a means to construct an influence means of our society, sure. of course it's important. So you're acting like, oh and no one can get upset about this. This is our fucking this is the world. This is the war. This is the culture. We're in a fucking battle for I our refuse, future society. I refuse to fight. You don't think Twitter's a battleground? No. Okay. 
I refuse to call it a battleground. All right, then it mean then it's meaningless. Yeah, that's been what I've been saying this whole time. Okay, but that's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. I think we disagree on like how important Twitter is. I live tweet Yankee games on Twitter. What does that mean? It means nothing. Like it means nothing. Like so much, so many people are on Twitter who mute any word that has to do with politics and free speech and all this shit, and though they use it for whatever their intention is. What does that mean for those people? The fight you're fighting matters to you. It matters to to your world. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you hear me. Like, I'm just saying, in your world, this is all really important. In the world, it's really important. It says your opinion. That's, That's your reality. World. That's the world you built for you Frank, on your Twitter. Frank. Your bias and your you're acting like I'm sort of some sort of deranged lunatic here. I'm not. You really are. I'm That's really not. That's why I think your opinion on this is the way it is. Why did Elon Musk just spend forty nine billions on a meaningless app? Do you want to know why I really think he did why? it? Why? To make fucking money because that's what he does. He's a businessman and he's gonna make Frank, money. If he were meaningless, why would why would he make money on something that he spent eight billion dollars more than its market value? Because he sees value in it. Because he sees value in it. Frankie, Frankie, how could how could a social media platform that would then potentially be the one of the most valuable companies in the world be meaningless on a societal level? How could it possibly be meaningless on a societal level? How could it be meaningless? Meaningless is all right. Meaning is subjective in the sense that like what real world implication is is free sp- is b- the ability to talk to everyone else about your true you're not talking to everyone you're talking to fucking robots holy shit dude calm yourself calm don't me. tell me to calm myself because you were the one who started this whole fucking thing and you, getting all riled up you're and talking at me. to robots right now but we both admit that we weren't always just talking to robots of course not of course not okay do you get it yeah. Do you not get it? No. That, like, there's, a, there's, I get potential, it. there's potential that it doesn't have to be you're just talking to robots? Sure. No. Okay. And Elon Musk may think that that's what his goal is with Twitter. And what will that do for him? Who knows? Okay. Take a step back. How could it be meaningless if we had a free and open internet where you could, where you could interact with people in an authentic way? Because I don't just believe like we're use- getting that. I and agree. Elon Musk isn't going to make it a free and open internet. I Sorry. agree with you, but you're saying that you're saying that Twitter itself is meaningless. I'm saying it actually it actually could mean a whole fucking lot. Of course it could. It has before. It does now. It's still me. It's still meaningful. Okay, sure. Maybe I'm unfair calling it meaningless. You're but acting like, like you're, but you're it's not the like, only meaningful thing. Of course like not. Twitter but, isn't everything. Uh, but we're just we're having a circular argument because we're getting back to the same point where I'm saying I said from the beginning it's the tip of this spear that is being used against us. It's what drives the narrative. It is the AP. Why do I like Twitter? Why is it my favorite platform? Why do I devote all my time to it? Which is such bullshit. I tweet 30 second intervals. I spend five minutes at a time catching up on the news and then I put it down for an hour at a time. I like it because I fucking miss journalism. I like it because it is the new AP wire. It is where information comes and goes immediately. True and false. 
even though it's now curated. My argument is that it shouldn't be. And uncurated access to real current events is extremely important. It is something that we never had before and only had when Twitter came along. And what made it so good is the impact that it had. The ability to keep journalists accountable, to find inter independent journalists, to, to track new and exciting things that are happening in places far away or in your own hometown, no matter what you wanted. And that ability to have people interact with one another and, and share news and information freely and not worry about some agenda from a journalist because you're getting a perspective from a broader platform that you thought was free and open was so significant. It's why it grew. So I think it's, I think it's really unfair to say that, that, that it's meaningless and that it couldn't possibly be something that's really important. Because I think it still is important. It absolutely has to be important. Just like, just like TV news would be important or the newspaper would be important. Maybe but they're those not, aren't maybe important not. anymore. Why? Because, okay, Twitter takes over. So why are we fighting for Twitter? Fine. Why can't the new thing just be the new thing? Well, that's a different argument. Like, when I was talking about 20 years ago, what was your voice? You didn't have a voice. You have more of a voice now than anyone has ever had in the history of mankind. I don't know, man. Think about Alex Jones. What about Alex Jones? 20 years ago, he he was doing it. Only he was doing it. Yeah, but... Only I mean, he was doing it. Look at the impact he had. Look at how many idiots are on Twitter. But the impact was also significant. So, like, that there, could be, there could be one Alex Jones in an era 20 years before Twitter, or there could be a thousand internet idiots sharing Pizzagate fucking rumors. But, but how many people? How many people on Twitter are these blue checkmark people... That you may follow because you like their insight that are only there because of Twitter. Like a Tim Pool. I would argue Tim Pool's not only there because of Twitter, but fine. There's a lot of people who've made a, not a career, but like. But there are also Instagram models that have made careers on being Instagram models. So of course. Like, of course. That's like, what I'm saying is like, you would have argued 10 years ago that. The news, well, maybe not 10 years, maybe I have to go back a little bit further. But you would argue that the news is what's meaningful and important. Things change. Things evolve. Of course. So is it good that Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter and hopefully make it censorship-free? Absolutely. Ah. But, what well. is it, but my whole thing, though, is like, what does that mean? What is, what is this open Twitter? Real, is it really going to be open? Or is the same shit going to continue to okay, happen? But that's a different argument than what we like, were what, What's going to happen if three months from now, a news story breaks about, let's say, Hunter Biden, and that gets censored on Twitter that Elon Musk now runs? What's going to happen then? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. I think, that'd be, I think that's probably likely what's going to happen. That's so like, not while the argument. we fight for like Twitter that I think has been... But I don't think we're fighting for Twitter. I think people are fighting over Twitter right now. People are fighting over Twitter. But I think people fighting are fighting over, over for Twitter. But they're bickering over the nitty-gritty of who runs Twitter. But, like, the argument that me and you were just having, where we got so impassioned and heated, was over whether or not Twitter is important. And Twitter is definitely important. All right, you know what? I'll take that back. I do. I disagree with my own saying of, like, Twitter's not important. I do think Twitter is important. Of course Twitter is important. But I do not think it is as important as you may make it seem. Like, I think it is just a part of the what, whole. Okay, but in, like, terms the whole of like, is important. in terms of, like, what drives our, the narrative of this country that is driving our political lives, like, why our tax rates go up and who runs everything. 
What is more important than Twitter to you? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? There's a narrative in this country that drives forward every day. Yeah, that sure. gets pushed by media outlets all over the world. But primarily in America, based in the Beltway, Washington, D.C., and New York. CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, Washington Post, they all contribute. So do the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter. I just argued to you, we had a very impassioned argument about it, that Twitter was the, the tip of that spear, and you're telling me it's not that important, I make it too much too important. But what is more important than Twitter when it comes to driving that narrative forward in this country that keeps the powerful empowered and a lot of the ignorant misinformed and believing the lies of the state? So what's more important than Twitter in that regard? I think it depends. Okay. On specifically your age group and what you interact but with. Try to, but try to give me a general idea of what you would think is more important than Twitter, like top five. Top five things that push that effort forward just for the country. Podcast number one. Okay. So I like think Joe podcast, Rogan podcast pushes the narrative forward in America more than... No. Okay. I think he's part of it, but I think like, like if you look at like the top podcasts, like, okay, okay Joe Rogan, but Joe Rogan's like one of... 30. Okay. NPR has a, a podcast those, yeah, that has NPR. millions of listeners. Okay, that's good. The New York Times has podcasts yes. that has millions of listeners. Yeah, yeah. So when we, save America, so when we talk about like, oh, the media industry is dying. So like, if you want to like, say like Spotify, so Spotify, sure, Apple, is, are people music? watching, what's his name? Brian, Brian Stelter? Stelter? Probably not. Probably not. But you know what they're doing? They're listening to that fucking network's podcast. Sure. And I think that's more important. I think podcasts are, like podcasts I think are more important than anything. So then we are doing something. That is true. Never okay. thought about that. But I do. Like I, I think podcasts are the most important thing. All right. So then what, what um, comes next? After podcasts, um, social media as a whole. Okay. Like, not just Twitter. Okay, but... Like, as a whole. Rank the social media platforms then at number two. If uh, social media is then number depends, two, again, what are the most important social media platforms? Honestly, as much as I hate to say this, I think TikTok. I think TikTok is now number one. I think it has completely changed the way I would, people I consume. Would, I would say I would distinguish. I would separate the video-based platforms from the more right, network-based platforms. Fine. Then Twitter Twitter probably then is four. Because then I think two is TikTok. Or you probably two TikTok, is YouTube. So you go podcast, YouTube, TikTok. Then, then maybe Instagram and Twitter. Like I think Instagram is just as... No way. I do. I don't think Instagram really There's is. There's more any. people on Instagram. Yeah, but I don't think it really has any cultural influence in terms of I think the does. political narrative. I think the reels, there's political reels on Instagram. Yeah. I think you see it everywhere. I think it's everywhere. But it's not. Like, I it's would, not It's not only on Twitter. Instagram. Which I guess is my, was, is my point in saying, like, I don't think it's that important. Because, like, it's not only Twitter. Dude, it's a brick in the wall, buddy. Like, it's so important. Like, like it's crazy. Fucking, if you're telling me that it's like, that you just named a hierarchy of things in this yeah. country that you think drive the political narrative forward, and you're saying we just podcast generally, so like, every podcast, mm -hmm. which is fine, you think that's number one. That's a big, that's a huge amount of hours of media of all political stripes that get sent out there every yeah. single day. One. I would argue that's probably like 30%. Okay. But th I'm just saying that's, that's a lot of content, right? Yeah. So, and then YouTube is second, and I think that's another think about, huge percentage. And think about how much, how big YouTube is as because, a like, platform, even, and in terms of what it is. So, like even news networks, right? Like they don't, they can just cut up clips and throw it on YouTube, but that'll get hundreds and thousands and millions of views. Yes, 
that are controlling narrative and but YouTube is up. Google. So I would rank so my list I would do a little differently than you. So like I would say Google is number one. Google is super important. In terms of driving the political narrative. Because like Google and Wikipedia and things like that, where people think they're getting unbiased when it's pa- a passive. Well, that and that's. I mean, I and think when that's it's so pervasive. So, like, Google is so pervasive; it touches a lot of things. That people and I guess maybe that's my fault, though. In this whole conversation, is like, I'm under the assumption that everything is biased all the time. Like, yeah. you're never gonna get anything that's unbiased. Whether I don't care who buys a company. Yeah. and does it like there's going to be a bias in elon on elon musk's twitter in the news you get there's a bias bait solely based on who you choose to follow on well, that twitter. doesn't mean it's not worth having a free and open internet because a free and open i internet, think it is worth it a free and open internet eliminates the bias it doesn't eliminate the bias but it accounts for the bias do you think it's easy yeah. do you think it's easy to just like run twitter yes i think it's i think it would be the easiest thing in the world a hundred percent. I think that's so fucking ignorant. Sure. To just be like, I can just run as something that you were calling this important thing. Yes. Easy to run. I don't think it needs to be run at all. In terms of like, maybe not, like, I don't know the technical It's side. a company. There's like sure. servers. Like you have but to forget, run it. But forget the business. It has to work. Forget the business side of things for a second. I don't know anything about the technical aspects. So mm-hmm. like, fine. I'm talking about in terms of allowing it to operate. When we're talking about but it, websites that came before, Twitter is Twitter popped up in 2009. But it doesn't. We've, but it's a company. Like Twitter is a company. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So, but the idea behind Twitter at when it was a startup, a baby company or whatever. Is different from what it is now as a of company, course it right? Is. Okay. It's grown. We There's have thousands of employees and engineers and all these things. There's okay. a board of directors. My point is, it can't be easy to run. Because, all right, let's but say you're, you think you don't do anything. Sure. You just let it be what it is. No, but that's not what I'm saying. At People all. are going to be upset about something that happens on Twitter. There's going to be a big storm that happens. And Twitter's going to take headlines. And they're talking about Twitter's not a safe space because this, this happened. And, and your board of directors get upset, and guess what? Now you're ousted, and now you're not in charge. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's stupid. Like that's not stupid. That's part of the being a company. But it's not. It doesn't have to be a part of Twitter. Like Twitter doesn't have to be a fucking so now, giant. But big tech this company. is where we disagree. Okay. Twitter is a utility. This is like Bell Atlantic. It's not like. It's not like Silicon Valley. It's like you. We have to be but allowed to have the space. The space didn't exist. It belongs to the public. They gave you the space. It doesn't belong to Silicon Valley. It belongs to who created it. Like Jack Dorsey? Is he the creator of Twitter? I don't know. I don't think he is. He might be. But like, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I understand what you're saying. I just think it's like, why is Twitter unlike anything else? Then why is it? Why do we? Why are we designating Twitter as this like? special thing that is no longer allowed to be a company and now it's 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 a public utility like smartphones i would argue smartphones are as much as a necessity in today's world than anything else but guess what like there's still companies behind these things not everyone's just gonna get a smartphone but there's just there's absolutely government programs to put 
smartphones in the hands of people who shouldn't have smartphones in terms of financial ability. What does that mean, though? Well, I'm saying that the government would agree with you, and they do subsidize and provide smartphones to underprivileged people. So you want the government to provide Twitter to people? I'm saying, I'm saying that would be a preferable scenario. But not like government provide Twitter. I don't think that's necessary. Okay. 4chan is the prime example. Twitter should be like 4chan. It's just a place that exists on the internet. And then the code is upkept and it runs. Or like, we need a blockchain version of Twitter. That's... But, that's... But it's not. But Twitter isn't. Sure. I don't fucking care. If in this scenario that you're talking about, like, okay, Twitter has to be a company, I would fucking disband... I'm not saying it has to be a company. I'm saying Twitter is a company. Okay. You're saying that because it's a company... It, it is not just some website that exists with a code. It is a company just like Facebook. It is a company just like Microsoft. It should be broken up and dissolved into a million little pieces. It should never be allowed to reform as a company again. It should be called something like fuck Twitter. It should be everyone who ever ran Twitter should be sent to prison. Okay? I could give two shits what Twitter is. But what Twitter is to the people who use Twitter and to the people who interact with each other online, Twitter is a great resource. It's a valuable thing. And it's been proven to be very influential on our culture and in our society. And it's important that things that are important that are important to the societal fabric of our, you know, way of life are in the hands of the people and not in the hands of people making decisions based on profit motives. And that's the problem behind all this. The censorship was always driven by profit motives. So and that's a problem. So I agree with leftists in that regard. Like corporate greed and, and it's not even unfettered capitalism because I think it's a kleptocracy. It's not. It's not capitalism. It's not capitalism. It's not at capitalism all. at all. Yeah. So, if you wanted to go to a free and open marketplace and see if Twitter could exist in a way that's that's but like that's kind that of my and point. not have censorship, I think it could. But that's kind of my point, though. Is like, but it it's not competing in a free marketplace. Like the when the telephone was invented, that becomes a thing that is going to improve society. And so you have all these different companies that are making telephones and they evolve to the point of what we have now. But there's companies. There's only one Twitter. I guess you could say there are companies because there's Facebook. and But like what you said, right? Like Twitter is unique in what it does compared to the other ones. But it's only Twitter. There's only one of them. It's not a free market. It's not like you have all of these options to go get this free speech that we're looking for. Yeah. So at the end of the day... We're talking about something that, like, unfortunately doesn't exist. It is a company. It is one of these companies. Yeah, for sure. So companies act. But you're, but you're but companies act how companies act. So I'm not going to sit here and get mad at a company for acting not, like a company. That's not what I'm mad at. And you're, you asked me a very specific question. You said, uh, do you think you could run Twitter? I think I could run Twitter. But Again, I think that's crazy, though. But I'm not talking. But we're talking about two different things because you're saying, can you run the company? Yeah, you Twitter? think you're gonna. I'm run... saying, can Twitter operate in a way that is? But that's not my question. My question to you is, can you run Twitter as a company? No, because you know what, my answer to your question then is no. I would. There you go. I would immediately shut the doors, and I would. Perfect. And I would allow. Twitter that's what I think Elon Musk public, should do. To be public access. That's what I like, think Elon Musk should. Everything do. should be, you know, open source, and you like should all he, just use the internet. If Elon Musk buys Twitter for forty-four billion dollars. Takes the the central code, whatever that is, and puts it out there on, uh, I don't know technology at all. 
But however, if he makes Twitter open source, like an open source thing, where it's like there is no company of Twitter, there is no board of directors, there is no employees. We all just it is just Twitter. the thing that you use. Then, well, that's what I'm let's saying. Let's go. Okay, but again, that's just that's not that doesn't exist though. Like that's not yeah. that's not maybe maybe in the future, <laughs> but like that, we're we're not arguing that though. Like I think we're arguing. I thought we were. That's arguing, a fantasy. I thought we were arguing if that could happen, would that be important? You were saying no. Of course, it'd be important. But Twitter's a fucking company. Yeah, but fuck companies, dude. You're you're so caught up in companies. I hate companies. I'm not caught up in companies. I'm caught up you in You love companies I'm and government. I hate that our, shit. You know, I'm glad we were able to get to this point <laughs> I'm, through all that. I don't know how it took us this long to figure out what we're both talking about. But, like, at the end of the day, we're talking about two different things, and we were arguing over two different things. But, like, I, I was talking about this yesterday, which is, like, I truly believe that a free market when truly free, is legitimately, it, it will fix every problem that could exist. I think that I like people... I love the free market. I like people who believe that. I, I think it's it. I think it's a little, little uh, pie in the sky. Well, sure. It's, a, it's 100% pie in the sky. Just like your idea that Twitter is not <laughs> what Twitter is anymore. No, I mean, Twitter is not what it used to be. But it was a company then. I, and companies, yeah, no, you're right. And companies, Curb companies can be good looked, sometimes. No, 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 no. For a that's little not bit. my point. And then companies, they turn into what Twitter is. Because why? You said it before. You said it not even five minutes ago. What did I say? That it's always about money. Yeah, of course. So like, censorship but, doesn't get to where it is now because of necessarily political viewpoints. All right, but here's it the gets difference. there because of money. Here's the difference. Because it's a fucking company. You think that when a company gets to the size of Twitter and Google, they remain just a company. And I'm telling you... I, no, I, d- I don't agree with Twitter that. Twitter and Google, these are weapons. They're, 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 I agree, because you were saying that before, that it's like... It's a weapon that beats you If it you were down. just about profits... Would you profits, call it a cudgel? A cudgel. If it were just about profits, it would be a company. And I would be like... Well, they're just... Censorship is but, just okay. making the money. We talk about censorship this, is losing the money. But we talk about this all the time, like... The government, right? Like, yes. What is the government now? What do you call the government now? You say every podcast. What do you call the government? I don't know. Organized crime syndicate? An organized crime syndicate. <laughs> I call them a lot. So, like, if that's what the government is, like, did the government start out that way? No. Maybe. Yeah, pretty much. But, like... Did Twitter start out to be what it is now? Of course not. But as things evolve and happen, this is where we get to. Which is why my whole thing with Elon Musk, all I'm saying is, like... He's not going to save anybody. It's going to be the same thing because it's a company. Unless he does what you say, it is a we company. We say. We are, yeah, what we say. <laughs> we're going to get to a point where we're just in the same spot <laughs> and we're waiting on another billionaire to buy it and it's stupid. And that's a problem. One of many problems that plague our society. So we got there. I think that's it. We got there. I think we get it. All right. Dear Christ, that was a ridiculous <laughs> episode. Also, it was an hour. That was really good though. I got real mad at you in the middle of that. That's you were okay. calling me like a defender of like you Twitter love ban. censorship, which it wasn't not what I was saying. <laughs> I was just trying to make a point. Oh, but you call me a lunatic. Uh, you got me very upset. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you next week. I'm also a lunatic. But I, I think like, this is the last but, episode but of fair, Brothers Catch. But to be fair, though, I also am a lunatic. Of course. Also, I use Twitter more than anybody, dude. I'm so Who's glad my we, number one used app. I'm so glad we had that fan conversation now. 
Why? Because it goes into that after. It kind of ties. It kind of ties all. Oh, into it. I was thinking about it the whole time. But that's why it kind of came up at the end. Like it's all the same. This is all world. Can we just stop? But it's culture. We we talked about it. this the is culture. our culture. The culture now. sucks, and, and you can't do anything about it. No. Unfortunately, there's really nothing we can do. I think we're just coping. I guess so. But like, <laughs> dude, all right, let's make it packed right now. Okay, we gotta do this. All right, the, for the listeners, things may have gotten awkward in the middle of that. Uh huh. We gotta stick together, man. We're in this together. We're, in this together. we're trying to cope, and we're getting mad at each other. We can't do that. No. We gotta stay together. Stay the course. We gotta understand. Companies are bad. Government's bad. In fact, we should sell our company. Yeah, we're hypocrites. We, we're hypocrites. But you said you hate it to start. <laughs> oh God! Full circle, baby. Oh my Squirt goodness.
I think in the future, we should just hit that button. You stand that's 20 that's feet away. I care. I don't Get want you recording. standing 20 feet away. Well, I think we, we have valuable things. I'll edit it out. Nah. I'd rather it be documented. I'd rather you be near the microphone. Well, I mean, we can't always get what we want. I have to do things. Get my water bottle. You know what the things are you do. What's wrong with that? What are the things that you yeah, do? I don't do think they provide... in the middle of every podcast? Like, the, the last three I have. All right. That's a new thing, though. That's not <laughs> like I've always done that. I don't complain. All right, let's get your Yankee takes off. We all have our, like, artistic flow. I wouldn't say shitting is my artistic flow. <laughs> uh, listen, in order for me to produce these quality podcasts, I need to shit. No, I don't. What are you talking about? Anyway, so everyone is so wrong about the Yankee take, about the fans. I've heard. Okay, I'm interested to you're know what your take takes. is. Yeah, I think their take is fine. I have nothing wrong with that. Did you take. hear the short porch? Yeah, I think they're the most right. Big Cat's the most right, you, but you probably didn't listen to part of my take. I did not. Big Cat's take is, I'll give you his take, and then you tell me where you think that falls with okay. all your... He likes that when you go to play the Yankees, that this is what Yankee fans are. He's like, he wants that to be the case. He's like, Yankee fans are scumbags. They should be scumbags, <laughs> and that's good. He's like, should they throw stuff at players? Probably not, but like... Whatever, like it's just like just kind of like it's it's what they do. But and then he said, he goes, "I wish Miles Straw would have like tried to get into the stands." He was like, "I think the fans would have kicked the shit out of him." <laughs> but it's not even. Let's let's. Evan said something interesting when he was talking about it on the fan with Carton. He mentioned how in the seventies there was a game where the Mets fans in the playoffs. Pelted Pete Rose with bottles and beer from the stands because of an incident, and to the it was to the point where Yogi Berra and Tom Seaver and Willie Mays had to run out to the fans and tell them that if they didn't stop throwing shit on the field and trying to hit players, they were gonna have to forfeit the game. And they eventually got the crowd under control and they finished the game. The Mets eventually won, but like that's kind of where I stand. Like we're acting. We st- I think it's more an indicator of how soft we all are. And how subverted we've become by just everything. I'm not, I'm not trying to make it political, but it Sounds politics political. ties into it. But it's more than just politics. It's our culture. It's our society. It's everything. We have been brainwashed into believing that our modernity, our recent history, defines human history. And that's not the case. Athletes are minstrels. Athletes, professional athletes, are performers. Professional athletes are gladiators. They're showmen. They're not anything other than that. So the notion that, like, we don't... Well, they're people. Yeah, but I'm just talking about in the context of... In the context of this incident. In this incident where there's a crowd of people watching a performance. Yeah. Things being thrown onto the field... Is not a new phenomenon, and it's not exclusive to any one geographic region. It's not exclusive to any one particular no, it sport. All the time. It is something but, that happens constantly, and in other places around the world, it is not even around the world. Like in this country, if you're a hockey fan, in certain locations, you, it's 
accustomed to yeah, throw things onto the ice. You throw hats onto the ice. I mean, it's different. There's no, like, malintent behind before, throwing hats on the ice. Before Saturday, it was pretty well understood that if you antagonize fans in any visiting as a visiting player in any stadium... Those fans weren't antagonized, though. I, they, I, they I do absolutely agree. were antagonized. They were not antagonized. You don't think they the antagonized saw, you don't happens think they, in left field? You don't think they saw that? Of course they saw it. This is Yankee Stadium. Ble- the, this is the bleachers in the outfield. No, it's not. This Fuck is not the bleachers. Guy. This is not the bleachers. No, 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 That's no, no, another no. thing. This isn't the bleachers. This is that. This is the field level section. The this bleachers is, are above right, that. This is judges section. That's not the bleachers. It's right next to the bleachers. Doesn't matter. The bleachers are here. Like what's happening with the field level? They're really Listen, hardcore Yankee fans. It was like, but like, but see, I think you're wrong though. Like, it's not thirty. Like, it's not Yankee fans. It's there was like thirty people who threw shit because there was a mob mentality and they were pissed off at. There was a lot of emotion. It's like, yeah, but where did that emotion come from? It came from Miles Straw yelling at fans. They were antagonized. Of course, that's what I'm saying. But like, so before before Saturday. But it's just a mob mentality. We understood if you're a visiting player, you have to take the shit. And there are certain ballparks that you're going to be in in America where you're going to take more shit yeah, like, than other You're going to go to Fenway. So if you're going to say some shit, Fenway. If you're gonna cl- now, we're not LA, so you're not going to get stabbed. But if you're going to climb on the fence. No, that's what Big Cat was saying. He's like, there's probably a couple people in the stands <laughs> who like, might stab him. If you're going to climb on the fence and get in the face of a player and start jawing with them, regardless of whatever they said to you or your teammate or your friend, they could have been wishing for him to be fucking decapitated. They're going... I'm surprised he didn't get thrown... Sh- shit didn't get thrown at him then. So when the I'm game assuming ends, you haven't seen the video. I have seen the video. I've seen every video. No, no, from the stands? From the stands and from... Did you hear what was said about Quan? No. Nothing. Like... They made it seem like after the game that the fans were being, like, rooting for injury. There might be another video out there that shows something else. The video that is out there. Quan gets hurt. He's, get he's like, standing up. So, like, that's where the video starts. Miles Straw's, like, right there. Things are being yelled. The only thing that was directed at Quan was, stay down, Quan. That's not even rooting for injury. That's just, like... Hey, don't come out. Like, we don't want you to play. Yeah. Which, Whatever. Then something else is said, but you can't really hear what it is, and it doesn't. It's not about Quan. And then Miles Straw is climbing the fence, face to face with a fan. And he goes, "Fucking hit me!" The player said that to a fan. Well, that's what I'm saying. Miles Straw needs to show some fucking composure. This is your job. You've been dealing with this shit since the minor leagues. You're gonna get yelled at. That's my point. So, the fans in left field versus the fans in right field are no different. They, everyone in that stadium saw Straw do that. Correct. They were all antagonized. So now that. The Yankee fan doesn't need a reason to want to be on top of and shit talk and fight. Like, La- remember last the year? Players. Remember last year the Verdugo game when yes. the ball was thrown at Verdugo? Yeah. I was in the bleachers in, in left. That happened like two sections over in left. The whole bleachers were like fired up after that and we we're just shitting on Verdugo because he came back out. Like, I think that's just part of any place you go. Yeah. So there there have been points in time in sports history, in the history of just, like, performance and crowd interaction, where, like, it was Back when the groundlings used to throw tomatoes at. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was expected that if the crowd got upset, you were going to get pelted or something. That's not to say it's okay. Well, that's the thing. is like I don't think that's the take. But my whole point in saying all this leading up is to say that 
the take from the nation in terms of like sports broadcasters or people who want to comment on this stuff is that it's it's oh it's unacceptable it's this grand act of you're outing yourself as some terrible person how judgmental and and absolutely pathetic a take that is to me where all you can can do is condemn the behavior that anyone in who's ever been a fan of a sport anywhere in the world has seen happen plenty of times i haven't seen i mean i've seen that take but i think most people the reaction are, of the the take is like wow they shouldn't have done that no but like also it's not that like the reaction of john sterling as he's broadcasting the game and i love john sterling like they're not fans they're, they're hooligans. not fans they're hooligans they're, they're, that's what a fan does sometimes I don't know. They're not fans. I think you're dying on this hill for no reason. Like, I'm not trying to die on it. I don't think, I it's, think it's. I just think it's soft. I think it's so soft that that all of a sudden we. I don't think so we should be throwing shit at players. Like I don't think it's soft to not want your fans that make me look like a bad fan because everyone's gonna talk shit. And I think it, they pick and choose when have, it's the it Yankees. It has nothing to do with you. It has I've, everything to do with I've me. I'm a at, Yankee fan. I've been at... By the by national by conversation is about the Yankees. I've fans. been at how many baseball games live in my life? I've never had the urge to throw something on the field at a player. Okay. Okay. But I don't feel represented by the people who did the other day. And even the fact that they did... Not. The fact that they did has nothing to do with Yankee fans in general. It has, it has everything to do with crowds and performers. That's what I'm saying. Like... They were an antagonized fan base. They, in that moment. In that moment. And yeah. that's what fucking happens. So this notion that like... Yeah, it's not... Okay, I see what you're saying. It's not like Yankee fans throw shit on the field all the time. It's no. in this moment you antagonize fans. And the fans were... That's what happens. Like, I, I don't think it's a good thing. I just think that that's... It's just like nature. It's... What? Like, what are we going to do? Those people are going to get in well, trouble. Like we just saw... No, they're maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just saw it though in the Celtics Nets series when Kyrie was in Boston. Like they're yeah. giving Kyrie shit. Kyrie just flipped them off. Like, and what did? And if someone threw a shoe at Kyrie Irving, we'd be like, oh. What did Kyrie and Kevin Durant say after the game? They're both like, listen, like it's part of our, it's part of our job. Like this is. And sometimes, sometimes keep your composure. Sometimes, like it does get to you, and you just want to like give a little something back and let them know you're playing along. Here's my general take. I don't think you should be able to hit players with, like, beer cans. One of the umpires got hit with a beer cup. Yeah. That's not good. No. But I think fans should be allowed to try. Given the... Given the... The reason. Like, if you... You're gonna I don't get, think you should just be able to go to games and throw shit. That's you're gonna nuts. Get, you're gonna get in trouble. And probably banned for life when you do it. That's a given. If you're, if you're identified and caught, you're gonna get in trouble. I think... You do that knowingly. But I don't think beyond that, like, you're not the worst person in the world. You're not no longer Listen, a fan. I've seen you at a Lakewood Blue Claws game just destroy the, the left field. I love heckling. Maybe that's why I feel this way. You're an asshole. But that's fine. <laughs> As a fan, you have every right to be an asshole. Like, that's... Fans are assholes. That's part of being a We're fan. We're people that are unable to do what they do, and they get paid... Millions of dollars Let to play a fucking game. Let me yell them. at them. Yeah, that's all I ask. I pay so much money for that ticket. And if I yell, well, not a blue class ticket, well. but if I, it's like six dollars. <laughs> that makes the heckling more fun, though. Do I do this for free, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like, if I don't even know where I was going, shit, and I lost it. But like, I guess the idea though is like, if I'm gonna yell at you, and you can't take it. 
You gotta play baseball. And you're gonna climb a fence and yell at me. You might get hit well, with no. a beer bottle. Well, now you crossed the line. <laughs> sure, I crossed the line. You could have ignored me. You're supposed I'm to an asshole. Cross I'm an asshole this day. Yeah, I'm drunk, dude. I've been drinking beer since 12. I paid it's, a shit it's ton of money in the afternoon. on my day off yeah. to watch you, you know play baseball. I've come around. I've come around. That's my point. I get it. I, and I think so, like, if you want to ban I think the your take, take is right. Okay, thank you. But I also do understand, like, the... I do understand the... Just the moral outrage. I'm sick yeah. of moral outrage. I know, but I'm that's... I'm sick just, of moral but outrage. But that's our culture now. I, that's what I'm saying. I hate it. That's my But you can't fight it. That's what it is. That's what it is. That Did you read the dude's thread on Elon Musk buying Twitter? No. Okay. We'll, we'll get into that in the regular part of the podcast. But this part is the... the one of the founders of Reddit. Okay. Aaron Schwartz? No. Well, no, he's dead. This... Spez? No. Some Asian dude. Yin, Yin, oh, I was gonna say Ellen Powell, Yinashi or something, but he was talking about he. People were asking for his opinion on Elon Musk. He's out. He's out of Reddit. Mm-hmm. He's he worked at Twitter. He worked at Facebook. He like worked at everything, and now he's out. He's like not in the tech industry anymore. He's doing his own stuff, and they wanted his opinion on Elon Musk. So he put together this huge thread, and like some of it was really good. Some of it was like I just but but what he talked about was like. He's from the generation that is like when we founded Reddit. He goes, the whole purpose was to kind of do what Elon Musk wants to do. Yes, he goes, but the problem isn't that that's not. He goes, it's just not what our culture is anymore. He goes, and that's that can be right or wrong, and you can agree or disagree with it. He goes, I disagree with that. I don't like it, but it just is what it is. And I think that's kind of the same thing with the stand stuff. It's like, sure, I don't think everyone needs to be on Twitter. Crying about the Yankee fans, I think it's fucking ridiculous. What about like storming and the shit court like this happens in all the time. Basketball. I think it. I think the connotation kind of matters. I also think it depends on the, the but fans. This, but this kind of goes hand in hand. John Carlos Stan got hit with a baseball rounding the bases in Fenway. Listen, no one said shit about that. This is my. This kind of goes back to my thing with like the nets that they put all the way down. The side. I hate that too. I hate that. Well, it's taking personal separate, responsibility out of. They're trying to separate the fans from the field as much as possible, and I do think that in time, like these are going to be memories, and I don't think it's for the better. Like, I don't like. Like, think about the video of Reggie Jackson when he's rounding the bases. I think it's like the playoffs. Dude, he's fucking he's shouldering. He has to score. He's touch home. Badass. Do we really want that? No, but then I think about like how the soccer fans in like these South American countries will like literally kill people over their teams. Here's the problem, and I just feel like we're so we're so we're pathetic. It's the same. It's literally the <laughs> same thing this dude was talking about in the thread on Twitter. Is like we as a culture have lost the trust in each other to self police, and we feel for some reason that it's like this moral authority. Like there needs to be. This this outrage and decree, but it's like you could just let people do the outrage. Yeah, just, like, just let shit. That's happen. an excuse for corporate takeover of the uh, conversation. I hate it, but I mean that's what's happening. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't really. Like, care. I would say in the stands at that moment, ninety eight percent of the fans probably didn't want to throw shit on the field. Yeah, exactly. Ninety eight percent. Like let those people but, figure it out. But. People act like ninety. But, also it, but people act like ninety percent of the people in the stadium were like, "Don't do that." When really, most of the people in the stadium were probably right there alongside the people throwing shit, saying, "Hey, fuck that guy," because fuck that guy. I think everyone wanted to say "fuck that guy," but I think there's also a lot of people that were like, sure "Hey, fuck that guy," but and also don't, don't throw, throw things. things. Yeah. 
like I said, most people know not to do that. But a drunk guy every once in a while in a crowd, when you antagonize a crowd, are going to throw stuff. So also, just, mob mentality is a thing. Yeah, like, so I just don't like the more. There's so much moral shit, like the pontificate. Like, Carton today was essentially saying that something's going to be done because something terrible is going to happen one time. Like, it's going to get worse, and someone's going to be... See, that's, like, that's a fallacy, that be, though. Yeah, that's exactly. a fallacy. It's been this way forever. Like, it's not going to get worse. Changed. It's only gotten better. Well, it's like racism, right? Like, it's going to keep getting worse. It's like, well, actually, it got better until you just complain that it gets, it's getting worse. Like, you're putting the idea out there that there's going to be like yeah. some terrorist come stab someone in the, yeah. on the stands. I mean, in the field. And also, like, honestly, if you want anything to happen... Like, I saw Chris Rose on his show. He was talking about, like, how he's like, the only thing he really wished would have happened was, like, he's like, I'm surprised the Yankees didn't say anything. He's like, I'm surprised the Yankees didn't put out a statement that, like... No, because the Yankees are smart. They just ignore it. But... The biggest, the, that's really how things should play out, right? Okay, F- player gets upset at fans and then goes at fans, thus leading to fans getting really angry and rowdy. And doing something And they then in a walk-off do. win, just shit in your face, I'm going to throw stuff at you. The best way to end it is exactly how it ended. Have your own fucking players. Come out. Come out say, and hey, like, don't do hey, that. guys, come on. That's it. And by ignoring it, the story kind of died, and I didn't think it was going to be a relevant story today. But then I heard them talking about it on the fan. You didn't? Think, I thought I figured that was going to be like the the lead story everywhere. But what actually saved it, unlike all the baseball shows I watch, is like we had a fucking awesome weekend of baseball. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, like, there a lot were, of good games. There were walk-offs everywhere. That's what I'm saying. The game, itself, the league is awesome right now. That game was good. There's a lot of good teams, except for the AL Central. The AL Central continually just bad at baseball. That game was good, and then yesterday's game was good. And then no one had us anything to even say about Yankee fans. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like, it's already two days ago. But it's one of those things where, like, it needs to be talked about today because it's a Monday. And that's it. Yeah, I think so. Like, it won't be talked about tomorrow. But it's if, if it does get talked about tomorrow, it's only because today was an off But day. it's really not even that big of a deal. No, of course not. Like, I don't think any of the players in the Yankees are thinking about it. No. And if anything... They... The judge was at the Nets game that night. If anything, I think a lot of them are thinking... Miles Straw might be thinking It's a real it. home field advantage. You know what Miles Straw... There. Well, that's again what Big Cat was <laughs> saying. He's like, this is what it should be. But like, Miles Straw... I'm surprised they played him the next day in center field leading what off. What the fuck was he saying? He had some... He, he had just some said they're like, a, cla- like the worst classless fans in baseball. Which is my problem with it. Don't fucking group us all in together. It's like, we're this... Classless fan what, base. First of all, we're the best fucking baseball fans because we love our fucking game, and two we're the most, we're the biggest fan base. So fuck you, dude. You the only reason why you're making the money you do is because of the New York Yankee fans. You yeah, fucking that's what I was bitch. You know, it's not like the Cleveland fans. It's like people who it's like, like the, the Indian fans exist. It's yeah. been a joke. For it's like people who shit on Tiger Woods. It's like golf is only what it is today because <laughs> of Tiger Woods. All right. The the Cleveland Indians. It's been a It's literally been a joke for fifty years. How so no one attends their games. Imagine if. Did you see the, if the Yankees never existed? Did you see the vi- the video out of Oakland from the Oakland Orioles series by any chance? What video? Of just like any of the game. The I I'm so in love with the Oakland fan base right now. There was four thousand. They're not going to games. Four thousand. They are boycotting in they, the Oakland Coliseum. There's an active boycott. It looked like the game where. Do you remember when? Freddie did you see Gray the totals died? from the opening season? No. For the opening, opening series? series? Opening series in Oakland. Total for all three games. I think it was less than 20,000. Jeez. 
Well, there were four thousand on the weekend series, and in the stadium that big, that's a ridiculously little. Feat. There was, I think, there was only two thousand a when, couple games before when Freddie Gray died in Baltimore, and they, and they did they that game in, in nothing. Camden, no one was there. Yeah, it looks like a COVID. Probably had a more people per, just like in the in terms of size of the ballpark to person, than the Coliseum does, which is a Coliseum, massive. The Coliseum place. can hold tons of people. Yeah, the, the Camden Yards is a small ballpark. Yeah. They probably had like a thousand to Coliseum. If you people. opened up every seat, it's supposed to fit like over eighty thousand. Yeah, it's like, it's like crazy numbers. It's, it's a lot. So, um, but right. good for those fans. They're like, fuck this organization. We're not buying tickets. We're not going into games. So spend money. That's all I had to say about the fan shit. I just thought it was crazy that people were like, "This is the worst. These fans are disgraceful. No one can ever do this again." It's like this is gonna happen all over the place for the till the end of time, unless unless it's a coordinated effort to like eventually put the I don't a glass wall. I also just the think fans like and the players, but I also just think it's one of those things where it's like in my job, there's a chance. Every day I go to work, I get killed by a forklift, right? <laughs> Is it likely? No, but it's a possibility that exists. I have when, to be aware of it. You're a baseball player. You're a football player. When you go to your 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 game in your job, I might get hit with a beer can. Maybe people throw some shit. Maybe I might get hit in the head with a glass bottle. Probably not. What can I do to limit the possibility of that occurring? Well, me climbing this fence and yelling in a fan's face make it more likely I'm going to get hit in that with a glass bottle? Probably. Probably. <laughs> That's where I stand. Like, in terms of, like, chances of you getting hit with a glass bottle. Also, they don't even serve glass bottles at stadiums. It's aluminum cans and plastic so cups. Wait, you're telling me that on top of it he was lying about what he heard being said? I don't think he was lying. I think he heard wrong something like that about him and he's like this is my teammate he's hurt right now like i think that's what happened but like i think and then in the post game when he's getting asked about it, he's like blowing it out of proportion he's like there's no way anyone has video of like because he's like i lost my shit i have to make it seem like the fans the fans it. deserve it and like the video so far not is like stay down quan <laughs> he's like why the fuck <laughs> and like monstra is like, they said on the short porch, like, he climbs that fence. He's closer he's to, to me and you. He wants, yeah, he but, like, he's closer to this guy than me and you are right now. And good credit to the fans for not hitting him or anything. They're kind of having fun with it. They're like, oh, he said, tries to fucking it. him. Dude, that's so funny when he goes down. He's like, <laughs> so, like, I mean, if Yankee fans were really scum, like, I'm telling you, you do what this in LA. spit in his face. You can do this in LA. Get someone your, is going to stab you. Get your slow, your slow, your, your slow slut. But yeah, it's wild. But what are you going to do? I don't know. All right, let's go. I'm done. I got to do shit.